the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to Rob Black and Your Money. Show kind of dedicated to getting into retirement. I think that's kind of what it's evolved into. Let's bring in Deborah Borchart, market analyst, on air reporter for thestreet.com. How are you, Deborah? Deborah? Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good. Um, so you're the market analyst, on air reporter for thestreet.com. It's earnings season, which is a pretty exciting time of the year. We get the report card on earnings every four times a year, every three months, every 90 days or so. Uh, What are we looking at this earnings season? Well, it's interesting because for the first quarter, we're seeing analysts cut their estimates a lot, and we're really at an all-time high for the amount of estimate cutting we've been seeing for the first quarter. Now, that isn't to say that the companies are going to – make those lower numbers. Sometimes they like to under-promise and then over-deliver. But we've also been seeing a real shift this week in the market, and, and it's been kind of you know going on since last week where people are shifting out of these uh, riskier groups like the biotech and some of the momentum names, and you see that mostly in the NASDAQ. And the NASDAQ is once again down quite a bit this morning versus the S&P 500 and the Dow. So we're seeing people in the market not feeling very uh, motivated to be in these risky areas. You're seeing a lot of movement now in the utility side of the market. Much safer, great steady dividends, and and so it's been kind of interesting to see what what's going on. And like I said, we're seeing that again today. Those momentum names like Facebook and LinkedIn and Tesla are all down. And that NASDAQ biotech ETF, which has been just really getting beat up, is also down another 2% today. So it's really um, – you're really definitely seeing people shifting to a safer side of the market. So let's talk a little bit about that in a little bit more detail. Facebook, Tesla, LinkedIn, if you've owned them for a year, you're the happiest investor on the planet. If you've owned them for a month, you're depressed. Um, isn't this just a correction internally? I think your boss, Jim Cramer, has, has mentioned on CNBC that this is just kind of like um, take out to the woodshed what, instead of the whole market, some sectors that have done really well. There is probably some truth to that with the profit-taking. You're right. Uh, some of these names have moved, like like Tesla has moved tremendously. So um, portfolio managers, investors are saying, you know what, I'm happy with the move I've made. I'm not feeling very comfortable with the overall market, so I will take that off the table right now and wait and see where this goes. There's a lot of waiting and seeing going on where, where people are not real convinced that this market is going to move much higher. Uh, A reason for that is stocks hitting all-time highs is happening less and less. So you're you're starting to see some deterioration within the market. And because of that, that's what's making people feel less risk 
uh, less motivated to be in these riskier areas. Okay. So at the same time, you said there's a shift into utilities and maybe more value stocks. In your uh, reading of the tea leaves, is that a good thing that we're still finding reasons to be in the market and we're not jumping out of the market? There's no Well, you know, the utilities question. underperformed last year, and, and for a reason. Last year, the market was up tremendously, so it made no sense to be in, you know, a widows and orphans group, which is, is utilities. So they did not do very well that last year. So far this year, they're already up 9%. Now, the utility sector to be up 9% while the Dow is essentially flat and the S&P 500 is barely up 1% is very telling. When you, when you look at it that way, you, find, you start to think, okay, what's going on here? And you definitely have a feeling that people are saying, you know what? I'm good. I did really well last year. I'm going to go over to the safe side right now until I know which way this market's going to go. And if we start to have a fairly poor first quarter, then I think you you will see that sell in May and go away take hold. I mean, we're already midway through April. I I just don't think there's going to be a lot of appetite to want to be in this market uh, very much through the summer. And last summer was glorious. The summer, not so glorious, maybe. Um, yeah, the people that sold in, in May got their hats handed to them. They, they definitely missed a lot of market move. But, again, this market has been very volatile. We've been back and forth. And it, it just does – the feeling is not very good. And yet, economically speaking, the feeling seems to be that we're going to pick up jobs throughout the year, jobs equals – Paychecks, paychecks equal economic spending. Economic spending equals healthy stock market. Is there? I don't know. Are you reading? Do you see where I'm trying to open? I actually do, and so I think that that's why. And you point out a really interesting thing here, and and that's where are we spending the money? So if we've got money, where are we spending it? Um, We know that car sales had been really good for the last few years. And so the question is, have we we replaced all our old cars? Are we going to start to see those things pull back? Um, You saw earnings this morning with Bed Bath & Beyond where they did not do that well, so they're getting beat up. But Rite Aid, they had very good earnings. So you're starting to, to see kind of a, a disconnect or a divergence between the retailers that have figured it out and the retailers that have, have not. And that's, it's, it's very difficult to say, okay, retail is going to do great. I don't think you can say that going into this market. I think you're going to really have to look at the ones that are really pulling the customers in. It's not going to be an across-the-board Retail is going to have a good season. Let's talk a little bit about the difference from where you are versus where I am. I'm on the West Coast. Google, Facebook, Tesla, Twitter, Cisco, Yahoo, all are thriving in some speak. You're on Wall Street, literally on Wall Street at the street, uh, market analyst, Deborah Borchardt. What's the feeling like in the capital markets? What's the feeling like in, in Wall Street capitalism right now? Real good point. You know, I was out on the West Coast not long ago, and I okay. I would agree with you. It was it was booming. I was in San Francisco. It was almost Great. jarring to see yeah. the 
Feel free to move some here. Of the wealth with some of the the ages of these people. It was like, Fair are enough. you kidding me? I I could you know wipe your diapers and and you are driving around in this half a million dollar car versus Wall Street, which the financial sector has has divested jobs an, an ungodly amount. Um, they're selling off buildings or they're cutting back. On the venture cap side, what's what's been kind of interesting about New York City, I can't say the whole Northeast, but New York City has really started to experience a similar kind of Silicon Valley tech boom. Absolutely. And I think that that's where you're going to see a lot of that investing. Um, it's going into these up-and-coming tech companies, and there's still a lot of money out there. I, I feel like these venture cap guys figure, you know what, it's not going to cost me that much money in my overall portfolio to throw $5 million at this up-and-coming tech company. If it pays off, it could pay off big. If they get bought out by someone, if Google buys them, if Facebook buys them, if Apple buys them, you know, all these companies have a lot of cash. If they buy them, Amazon buys them, I'm going to make out like a bandit. So I I feel like they're – these venture cap guys, these private equity guys are happy to, to throw a lot of money at all these up-and-coming tech companies because the potential for it to pay off is very high versus what they would lose. There's Anything a lot else? of money floating out there. There is, and from what I've heard, it takes one venture capital deal out of ten to break even. So they don't have to hit home runs every single time. They can fail a lot. Exactly. Anything else exactly. that you've we should chat about? we got about a minute or two. I think that that's um, – and I also think it, it helps some of these companies because they'll get a press release moment where they say, oh, uh, Norwest, Best, Norwest Ventures gave me $5 million, so that shows my credibility. There you go. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> but I agree with you. I think that for many of them, they throw a lot at the wall and hope that one of them sticks. Deborah, I super appreciate you coming on, and especially the commentary about changing the young kids' diapers out here on the West Coast, because as a guy who came here in his 30s, it was intimidating. A lot of smart young people, good-looking people, and then we had our recession, tech of recession. They all went home, but they're all back again. So very intimidating. Um, Thanks for joining me. Thank you. That's Deborah Borchardt, markets analyst, on-air reporter at TheStreet.com. TheStreet.com. I think there's probably five sites out there that call financial news and opinion really well. You could go with Wall Street Journal. You can go to the New York Times. Then you get to briefing.com. Next up, Bloomberg. And then right there, thestreet.com. They're doing a great job of calling information. And there's analysts like Deborah Borchardt, who she was a real Wall Street analyst. And she's now doing reporting. And she's, I hate to use a, a term that's quaint she's she's lovely her commentary about coming out to san francisco and seeing these young kids driving half million dollar cars and like she changed their diaper maybe she's a mom maybe she's not i don't even want to go there but it's it's good reporting it's good perspective we just talked earnings i will cut this up i will put it on the podcast i will distribute it in facebook youtube i will throw it out there to twitter you can sign up for all that at rob black show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black, but again, that's Deborah Borchart, market analyst, on-air reporter, thestreet.com.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.